When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take five from Take Command. That's Logan Paulson. I am Craig Hoffman. And Logan, it's time to time travel because yeah. as we were recording uh, the podcast, uh, which, you know, chronologically we, we just finished, but uh, is going to come out on everybody's feeds tomorrow. We stumbled across a fun Peyton Manning story that you wanted to tell. And I, for one, love Peyton Manning football stories. So, yeah. So, like, it's a little bit of insight on, like, how they did their offense when he was in Denver. So, basically, the, the, the coordinator that was in Denver – came and was a coordinator in Chicago like the year or two before I got there. He had just Adam been fired. Gase. Yeah. 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 Gase. And so you said, oh, like his whole, the whole offense is code worded. And like a lot of people think that's like being hyperbolic, like literally every word in the offense had a code word. So like when you got to Chicago, it was still the same. They were trying to keep the same offensive terminology and they had all of like the old stuff that was there, like and so, like, let's take a run, for example. So let's say we want to run inside zone. You got the formation, which would, let's say it's let's say it's solo right uh, 12, 12 F wham, right? Like, let's just say something like that, or F, F sift. So that's easy. But, like, for him, you'd have to remember that 12 is actually Bronco because Bronco has an R in it, and it's to the right, and so the direction of the run is to the right. And if I wanted you to flash block, I would call it flash. It would be Bronco flash. I could do that the line of scrimmage. So I thought like that was being like a little bit silly. You know what I mean? Like that every word is code worded, but I saw the sheet of paper. So they had a regular call sheet, you know, which the people hold over their mouse, like whatever. And then yeah. they had an additional sheet that had every code word for every play that was on the thing. So really you had to learn two offenses. And so like learning that offense in Chicago was nightmarish because they would install it as like, Oh, like tight zone is 12, but it's actually Bronco and Buffalo. And then if it's, if we got a flash on, it's Bronco, Buffalo, flash. And then it was like Hallison, you know, and just every single thing was code worded. And it, people were like, how did you learn the offense? And I was like, I literally would stay up with flashcards all night and just be like, these are, and it was just, there was no like, because you got to Chicago after you got 
let go Correct. here. Yes. So you didn't have the off season in training camp. You had Correct. to learn this like in between the end of preseason and week one. So I got there and I remember we were doing a walkthrough or not. No, it was like practice on Thursday. So I got there on a Monday. We we're doing practice on Thursday. And I told one of the receivers like to get off the ball. The formation was incorrect because, again, the formations were also code worded as well. So it's mm -hmm. literally just straight memorization, straight. Like there was no like little tricks. It was like you just had to like and they were like, how did you learn that? And I was like, I've literally been up every night studying these silly flashcards. And I talked to Will Montgomery, you know, Will Montgomery. Yeah. You, you know him? Yeah. Former, so former was, center here. Uh, also played a couple other places. So he was the center in uh, in Denver with with um with Peyton Peyton and I was like dude you can't have had it can't have been like that he's like no it wasn't exactly like that like he would kind of give you like a package each week of like 20 or 30 words that you would have to like be really dialed in on but he was like he would also just like go Tourette's mode and just say something that wasn't on the sheet he gave you so you had to like memorize stuff from like months ago like because he might be like i really like it this week and he would do it in the cadence he said it wasn't like this really obvious thing it'd be like white 80 white 80 buffalo 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 so i go and so like before you could even like get like i can't imagine playing with that type of mental demand from all positions and i think that's one of the reasons why um why everyone in buffalo was so smart because like you had this tremendous like demand every single every single time you were he was taking a snap like that was what's going on that's yeah you know he would just i mean it literally was like madden where you could just change the formation audible like the entire thing my question would be then if like everything's going to be code worded why not just make that the call in the huddle too so what they would do from what i understand is that like the coach on the sideline would basically be like hey man i like i like outside zone here and i like uh, I like five step drop to the field or whatever, and like kind of just give general thing. Cade, uh, Payne would be like, "All right, we're on the dummy," and he would go through a dummy cadence and then call either outside zone to the right or quick game to the field based on the code words. And so, I to your question, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. I think because like from an offense, when you're ruling it out, like when you're ruling your offense, it's good to have like categories of stuff. But yeah, I was like, man, we should just call it this other thing. Like, if we're not right. going to use gonna, these, if other we're going to have to have all these like formation, you know, play motion, you know, your typical West Coast style or yes. you know, any any offense style play call, and you have this whole other set of words. Just make the other set of words the offense. Yeah, but I think they wanted to insulate the. the from what I understand, they wanted to insulate the code words, and that was the other thing. The code words in with Peyton with us, us too. They would change every couple of weeks. So you have to yeah. learn new words. Like it was just like the the amount of learning with that offense was cr and and just straight memorization <laughs> was crazy. Maybe that's why Adam Gase didn't work out once he didn't have Peyton Manning anymore. I bet, man. Like because and again, you need like a you need a very smart football. Like I was there. I got I told you I got there on a Monday or whatever. I must have got there on a Friday and I had the weekend to learn, and it was a Thursday. And I knew the offense better than like 80% of the guys that were there. No, probably 90%. Of the, like there were guys who didn't know anything and they'd been there the whole off season. They're like, how do you know all this stuff? And I'm like, I just literally studied it. Like that's all I did. Like nothing, uh, no magic formula. It's not, <laughs> it's not great. Uh, reflection of, well, anyone, frankly, yeah. except for you. Good job. Logan. Well, well, I mean, it's also like you had a new offensive coordinator who was teaching the old offense, the old offensive terminology in their offense you know what i'm saying so like it was like a west coast guy taking gates's terminology and applying it to his stuff 
and they thought it would make everybody like understand it better. I can tell you right now, that's not what happened. So that is not how that worked. All right, that's uh, there's so many great Peyton stories from his time in the league. Uh, I remember reading oh, a dude, feature I got, piece. On... I got another one. Do you hear another one? This is kind of mean, actually. Do you want to hear it? It's funny. Though. Um, yeah, let's go quick on it. Okay, so this one is really funny. Like I was with a guy. My my college head end coach was the quality control guy in Denver while he was there, and it was like a couple days before the final cuts. And so, you know, you got like, it was like maybe a week, two weeks before the final cuts. And there's like, you know, there's everybody's in there. 90 guys are in there. The offensive guys, there's probably 45 or whatever. And he said, Peyton got up in the meeting and there, and he looks around the room and he says, you, 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 and calls out like probably 20 guys leave the room right now. And so everyone like kind of looks around, grabs their stuff, leaves. And then he kind of sits down with the clicker in his hand and pulls up their week one opponent and goes, all right, now that we can, now that now that everyone who's going to be cut's gone, now we can start actually getting ready for week one. And I was like, savage, bro, <laughs> savage. Yikes! That is funny, but also kind of the silly thing that happens at the end of training camp every yes, year. It's like yeah. let's invest a bunch of time in guys that aren't going to be here. So I get it. I actually respect Peyton for that. All right, uh, there's some Peyton Manning stories on Take Five. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a full film breakdown. See you then.